right, so you've dialed into the right place. This is the Invest Well Show with Michael Wall. Michael D. Wall, obviously here with Randy Cook. He is, as always, in the studio cooking some stuff up. Randy, we're going to talk about a serious topic today, but a lot of fun along the way as uh, the Honda Classic just went by us. I'm but very jealous. Sh- I'm very yeah. jealous because you were right there, weren't you? I was there. I yeah. was right there at the Honda Classic. My kids uh, were there. They were they were watching stuff. We had a lot of fun, and we got a chance to see what they're now calling the uh, Jesus SUV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which the Jesus SUV is the SUV that was literally there. And it was, you know how they have those platforms and those platforms are there. So that way when they yeah, take water, yeah, yeah. you know, cars on water, whatever. Yeah. So that was the Jesus SUV on the water. Ah, and uh, so we got a picture with the Honda Classic sign right there on the 18th with the kids and the Jesus SUV. Of course, Jesus walking on water, you know, <laughs> <laughs> behind us. So it was kind of fun. A lot of fun along the way. And, you know, this show we're talking about how to protect your investments from a stock market crash. Now, if the first time you tune in, we want to welcome you into the show. Some of you I know are viewing this via video, which you can find on Facebook. You can just go to at Michael Wall Show. We're going to tweak that out and get it better for you. But you'll be able to see it there. You can also see this on my Instagram feed, I guess the IGT feed. And you can go to Instagram. You'll see just videos. You can look for that. My Instagram tag is at Michael D. Wall. So, all that to be said, Randy, how to protect from a stock market crash. This is important. And uh, I thought it was interesting. Keith Mitchell won the Open. And there's some similarities of what he said that I think we can apply with markets. You know, right now, as we're looking at the markets, the markets are down this day that I'm shooting this uh, podcast, which is March 4th, Monday, March 4th. And the market's down as we speak. But Randy, you had some clip of uh, Keith actually making the final putt. Well, yeah, so play, you said right? that you were in, right there on the 18th and you yeah. saw all the action. And Cheered you actually it, baby. saw this take place. Uh, Keith Mitchell is a guy who's never won before. Yeah, never won. Two guys in front of him, you know, Ricky Fowler and Brooks yeah. Kepka. If he birdies the hole, he wins pretty much. Uh, uh, barring a miracle, he wins right. the tournament. And that's exactly what happened. Very exciting. You know, and he hits that, he hits that putt in the end for to take him to nine under. And I remember when, when Fowler was on 18 and you know, he, he dropped his putt and he, obviously he's at eight under walking in. And at the time, you know, Keith was also eight under as well. I thought, okay, he's going to be, he's going to be eight under. We're going to have a three-way playoff. I mean, I thought this was going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then he drops that putt, which I mean, it was just unbelievable. But what I thought was kind of interesting is, you know, Keith is in his late twenties and this philosophy I think is important in relation to this show of how to protect your money from a stock market crash because of some of the philosophy change that he had in his life. And one of the things that he said is he said, you know, when I was younger, he admitted, (laughs) he said, when I was younger, I probably did a little bit too much partying. I was kind of too focused on the, on just the moment, et cetera. And I wasn't as dialed in as I needed to be. I wasn't as focused in those moments as I needed to be. And, and, you know, one of the things, Randy, that he he admitted is the fact that he needed to get more focused. And mm-hmm. obviously evident in his play at the Honda Classic, he got more focused and he was literally in a situation where he was able to be in a place where he was able to make that putt, which I thought was pretty cool. Well, you, you know, know, if you watch the, the telecast at all, I mean, when he was on 17, he had to make an unbelievably courageous shot. And you just looked at the look on his yeah. face. And it was like, you know, they always say, act like you've been there before. Yeah. He'd never been there before, but he acted like he'd been there. It yeah. took a lot of courage to put that ball between 
between the water and the pin, and he did it, and he made that putt as well for birdie. So it was yeah. it was a real – you could see the focus in his face. It, it was an amazing shot on 17. You're right, Randy. And then and then all the way moving into 18. And, you know, we were there at the Bears Trap mm-hmm. uh, for a little while. Actually, on Thursday I was there at the Bears Trap looking at some stuff. But the point is, is he realized he needed to change what kind of what you're saying, the focus. He needed to get more focused. And – even when he was in a place where, you know, he was kind of getting excited, you know, the emotions are riling up, you're hitting some of these great shots, you're thinking, man, it's kind of within reach, all this stuff, you got to keep your emotions in check so that way you can stay at task, stay at bay and do, you know, what you're supposed to do. And when I think about investing, you know, what makes me think of investments in general, we talk a lot about around here about the stages of life. And, you know, as you're listening to this, you may not realize there's actually two stages of your financial life. One is when you're working and one is when you're retired. And you have to have different thinking when it comes to your investments in general. Now, I want to bring up on the screen here, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see this, but I'll talk about it. If you're not listening to this and you're watching via video, you'll see this, obviously. If you want if you want the video, again, you can search us out via social media, or if you want, just go to leanonthewall.com and say uh, request review type thing, reach out to the team and say, hey, I want, I want that video of Michael doing the show so I can see the slide and the screen, et cetera. But basically, the slide that I'm putting up here is the Dow Jones. And what it is, is it's the Dow Jones over the course of the last year. And what's interesting is, is when we take a look at that, we see that we, we basically, over the course of the last year, have gone almost sideways, Randy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really important to see. I mean, we had a big drop in December with the markets, with the Dow, big drop. The market obviously started coming all the way back up. And, and this year itself, the market is strong. But when you put that into context of what's really happening overall with where we are in general, you know, we're in the longest bull run in history. And you had some facts that I thought was interesting talking about you know, going back in the last 10 years where the markets were pretty much up. Well, this weekend, we're actually in the 10-year anniversary from where the market hit the bottom of the 2008-2009 crisis. So at this point, if you were to look back at a mutual fund or pretty much any kind of investment, you're going to see the line pretty much go straight up for the last 10 years. So I think, Michael, it's important to keep that perspective in the same way that we look at it right now and say, all we're doing right now is recovering what we lost in the last quarter of last year. We have to keep perspective to know that the market can go down and very likely will. I mean, market can do three things, go up, go down, go sideways. And right now we're kind of in a sideways pattern. Yeah, no, we are in a sideways pattern. And it's interesting that, you know, when you think about that, you know, a lot of people have heard the lost decade, right? Mm-hmm. And they've heard that. And really what that's referring to is the year 2000 to 2010, where there was a period of time where the markets kind of went up for a little while, you know, kind of in the end of 1999 and 2000, it was kind of right there. We have the tech bubble crash and, and then obviously 9-11 and all of that. But a lot of people don't realize that the markets were actually already in a downward trend uh, before 9-11 happened. You know, before those planes hit the buildings, the markets were already in a downward trend. And then you know, obviously that whole terrorist attack, which was horrible, just continued that process. And then we had the market that from basically 2003, 04, 05, 06, 07 was, was up. And then in 2008, the market just crashed. And, and those couple periods of crashing, you know, 01, 02, and then 2008, literally wiped out all of the gains of that entire 10-year period. Mm-hmm. And so 
that's kind of what you're saying there, even from the crash of 2008. You know, the market's been up, 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 up. For the most part, you know, we've had some stall times and there's been kind of some sideways markets from 2014 to 2016. But at the end of the day, it's been up. And now here we are at the top, at the peak of the highest market in history. And people are saying, hey, market's going to, Dow's going to hit 26,000. Hey, Dow's going to hit 30,000. Hey, Dow's going to hit. But we've had 10 years of bull run. And not, in my opinion, a real overall correction. And so I think what we have to say is we say, okay, what should we do now? So if you're an investor, what should you do now? Well, the first thing you got to do, and we talk about this a lot, but this is, you know, small steps and simple things repeated. You must evaluate where you are in life. Are you in the investment and growing stage of life or are you in the retirement stage of life? If you're in the retirement stage of life, then you need to make sure that your investments are completely different than what they were in the working stage. In the working stage, there's nothing wrong right now if you've got a 401k or you have a 403b or you just have an investment account that you have at TD Ameritrade or Scott Trade or wherever it is. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell a little bit of my stocks or sell a little bit of my ETFs and kind of go to cash a little bit right now just to kind of see where we are. You know, the market as we're doing this show, Randy, is down 271 points, mm-hmm. okay? And this is uh, about 1230 midday is when we're recording this on March 4th. Now, that doesn't mean that the market's going to be down every day or all day. I don't know where it's going to be even at the end of today. But what it does mean is we've been up for a long time. The market's been sideways. There's nothing wrong with taking some gains off the table. And more importantly, where we will hurt ourselves is if we get greedy. We must stay away from greed. That will keep us in a place where instead of just chasing gains and chasing returns, let's be realistic about what we're doing and literally be in a place where we don't chase greed and we're in a place where as we don't chase greed, we actually get to keep some of what we've made. So, Michael, when you say the title of our podcast today is How to Protect Yourself from a Stock Market Crash, when we take a look at a market that's been up for 10 years Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of wobbling back and forth and, and, and kind of going in a, in a straight line. Is that one of those signals that we say that maybe now is the time to say, all right, you're up for 10 years. Now pull back a little bit on risk. Is, is it time to pull back money off the table? Is it time to go to cash? I mean, those are really hard questions to answer. Well, the answer is yes. I mean, the answer is yes. We have to make some decisions. Remember, you know, the old definition of insanity, Randy, is continuing doing the same thing and expecting different results. Mm -hmm. So we must do things differently. The whole model for Wall Street is ride it out. Hang in there. It's going to come back. We're in it for the long haul. These are all of the things that you hear from Wall Street, these big firms with uh, banks and companies and, and offices all over the country. Listen, folks, as you're listening to this show, there is a reason why these big banks and organizations have offices all over the country. The reason is, is because they're making a lot of money uh, from this process. So the question is, is do they really have you in their best interest, or do they have their profit in the best interest? Now, I'm going to let you answer that question on your own, but the reality of it is, what we know is when you take a look at your philosophy, it must change. We must not be greedy. We must take some gain off the table. We must think differently. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you just go to cash and do nothing. What that does mean is that you might need to look into including some alternative and different strategies 
in your investment portfolio that you haven't used in the past. You know, just like we talk a lot about the idea if somebody goes to the doctor, Randy, you know, they've been to a GP for all of these years. Mm -hmm. They get their blood pressure and their cholesterol and all of these things checked. And then as they get older or something changes, well, something happens and it's severe. They need a specialist. Sure. You got to go see the knee guy. You got to go, go see, see the, the shoulder knee guy. guy. Yeah. So you got to think yeah. differently. And, you know, one of the things that I did, I wrote an article that actually was published in Forbes. It's like why high net worth families need a different style of wealth management, need a different style of planning. And one of the best ways to protect from a stock market crash is to not be greedy. Let me say it again. One of the best ways to protect from a stock market crash is to not be greedy. And if you're in a place where you've made some money over the years, over the last five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, if you've been in the markets, you would have made money over those years. Okay. There's nothing wrong with taking some gains off the table, doing something a little bit differently. Now I have some coaching and guidance. If you go to leanonthewall.com, there's a lot of information there. You can pick a copy of our best-selling book, Retire Once, Retire Well. That book is a simple, easy read to kind of help you retire well. Even it doesn't matter if you're just starting out in investments or if you're 55 or 60 or 70 or 80 years old and you're already retired. That book is going to change the way you think and help you to simply and easily understand how you need to change and what you need to apply to get better results and different results, really. The other thing is, is educate yourself. Think differently. There's a lot of educational videos that we have on our website as well that are all there designed to help you gain more knowledge. Again, you can all get that at leanonthewall.com. But absolutely, Randy, at this stage in the game, you got to do it. The markets are right now at all-time highs. You know, just like Keith Mitchell, when he won the Honda Classic here, he had to, in order for him to literally be in a place where he could win the Classic, to keep his composure in these crucial times where there's a lot of stress and pressure, he had to change his lifestyle. And he mentioned that. I had to change from partying and stuff and all this like I used to do before. I, ne I needed to focus more. And in order for you to have different results from your investments, if you're in a place where your investments the last time the market crashed, you lost a lot of money. The best example is back in December, just a couple months ago. Markets went down pretty significantly. If you lost a lot of money during that period of time, I can absolutely guarantee you, you're probably in a situation where your investments, if nothing's really changed, are set up that if the market really has a significant crash, you're going to lose a bunch of money mm -hmm. unless you change something. And that's why I'm suggesting that you re-educate, change your picture, and break through some of the fog of Wall Street because this is a really important topic, and it's a theme that we talk about. It's We want to be in a place where the investors in America today, Randy, are literally in a place where they are better educated, they make better decisions, and they protect their wealth. Now, why do I care about that? Obviously, we have firms that help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. And yes, we make money when we help those families. But more importantly, the reason I care about that is there's a lot of organizations out there that need help. Place of Hope, Operation Underground Railroad. These organizations that are literally active in saving kids that are in need. And if we're in a place where we don't wake up and make better decisions to better steward our money and better protect our money, and get greed out of our money and create tax planning around our money so we can keep more of it and give more of it, we will not be able to give what we should give or could give to really help save more kids. 
I remember Jack Nicholas. I was watching, you know, just kind of some interviews of him yesterday after the Honda Classic, and he was talking about he loved making four foot putts. Mm-hmm. He loved that. But what he loved even more is what he what he loves even more is what he's doing now, and that is with the Nicholas Foundation, children's hospitals, and all of these different things. He gets to be involved in literally helping save kids. And he's like, this is way more fun. Because we're really doing something that he understands brings value that's way beyond him. And that's my challenge of, of investing well. The whole purpose of this Invest Well show is for people to not only make good decisions with their investments, sure, if they're so inclined, feel free to reach out to our team at Lean on the Wall, but more importantly, to be in a place where we make better decisions so we can literally be in a place where we now add value and save more kids and really make a dent to ratify and change all the evil and the problems that exist in the world. And that's what I'm passionate about. So I hope that shows. But, Randy, that's what I get excited about. Well, in closing today, I would just say, you say it many times, Michael, who are you listening to? And Mm, finding that specialist who's going to help you in this season of life. This is a very, very short clip here from a guy who was going through the 2008-2009 crisis who just got on Wall Street. I was a stock analyst five years removed from college, and I only knew that stocks went up, never down. Hmm, He's probably the wrong guy to listen to if you were in your 50s and 60s. Yeah. That's not your specialist that you need at this season of life. Well, you just don't. And and again, Wall Street's thought in a lot of ways is, and a lot of the big firms uh, amplify this, is listen, just stay the course, stay the course. You know, we're going to play musical chairs and we're going to, you know, move things around here and there, but they're not really ever de-risking the portfolio. You know, they might be going to bonds and things like that and they call that de-risking. But at the end of the day, if you had a bunch of bonds in 2008, you know, you lost money. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple ways to de-risk the portfolio. You just have to think and do things differently in order to get different results. Well, again, a lot of resources we have there for you for free. All you got to do is go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com, and you can uh, read Forbes articles. Uh, You can watch videos that I've done. If you feel so inclined, you can pick up a copy of my book, Retire Once, Retire Well. And there's a lot of other great resources there as well. But that is our show this week, Randy, how to protect yourself, your investments from a stock market crash. I think we shared some good content and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to give your wisdom as well. Can't wait till the next golf tournament we can talk about. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Next golf tournament coming soon. Well, hey, as always, here is the challenge. Go out and do something this week to add value to someone that can add no value back to you and live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next show. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.